Doesn't that music just wash over you like a warm hug? Welcome back to a special bonus episode of My Pod on Paper. I am your host, Orla Condon, and this week we caught up with our very own Irish Islander and Love Island 2022 finalist, Mr. Dammy Hope, at Virgin Media Television's new season launch. It was a brief chat, I won't lie, but we got to ask Dammy about the moments he wished never made it to telly. There were a few. Who he thought was the least popular Islander and what really went down with producers after Snog Marry Pie. No more time to waste. Let's get stuck in. So we're gonna start with a bit of okay. quick fire questions, okay? So whatever comes to your right, mind let's first, go. let's get going. Your okay. favorite moment in the Love Island villa? Uh, it was the moment where I mustered up the courage to tell India how I felt about her. Okay, your least favorite moment? Uh Probably when, probably the way I reacted to Summer. Okay. Yeah. The moment that you wished never aired. Um, the moment I wished never aired. Damn, this is a hard one. This could yeah. be of your own I mean, or of someone else's. It doesn't have to be your experience, but a moment you wish never made it to telly. Never made it to telly. Oof. No, I don't. Mm. I feel like I, I wish there was moments that did make it to telly because then it would help my case. Okay, that's the next question, conveniently. Moments you yeah. wished had made it to telly? A lot of them, because there's a lot of conversations I had with India prior to Castle Moore. There's conversations about the whole heartbreaking thing. You know, yeah. there's bits and pieces that were chopped up. So I feel like they should be added. Yeah, I feel like you saying about Summer there was really interesting because it felt like when you guys all came back from Castle Moore, it felt like we had missed huge chunks of conversations between the three of you that kind of seemed to, mm. it was all of a sudden you guys seemed fine. So it was very clear the conversations had been had, but we didn't actually yeah, get to see any of it. Yeah, a lot of were had, a lot. And is there one in particular that you think would have really changed the perception on yeah. the outside? I feel like even the perception of India, not like uh, India letting me back too easily. I feel like if they showed conversations we had, like I, I, there was parts where I generally thought like, oh, I couldn't get this girl back. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like I was, like I was groveling, like I had to try and fight my way back. <laughs> So and I did obviously, and then it just looked like we were cool. Because you know, once you once you're over something, you've gotten over it. You're not going to keep acting for the camera. Oh yeah, I'm still mad if you're not mad. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it's not authentic. Who yeah. do you think? I don't know how much of it you've watched back, but who do you think came across most like themselves on telly? Me. <laughs> okay, aside from you, who do you think we got the real deal? We saw exactly who they were. Andrew. Okay, and who do you think came across the least like themselves? Ah, uh, I don't <laughs> know, you know. I don't know, you know. Like, least like themselves. Maybe we didn't That's get to see sure. enough of them to kind of get a clearer picture of what they were like. Maybe what oh, we did okay, see. Yeah, I feel like, because I actually haven't watched a lot of it back, but I've seen, like, obviously what people said about Luca. Because Luca's actually, he's actually a nice guy, aside from obviously his jokes and stuff. Yeah, he, has, he is funny sometimes, sometimes. So I feel like, yeah, you guys could have gotten a better representation of Luca that probably make him more likable. Yeah. Just, you know, because yeah. that must have been weird. It must be weird when you guys come out and there's so many conversations after happening over the course of the eight weeks. People have a very set idea of what you guys are like and the kind of people that you are and the kind of way you behave in relationships. Yeah. And obviously, you know, these people in a very different way than we do. And it must be very mm-hmm. weird when you come out and you're like, oh, that's what people think. Whether people think someone is great and you thought they were a pain in the arse or you thought someone was amazing and they weren't getting mm-hmm. that reception. That must have been a real shock when you came out. 
Yeah, it's like it's like the same thing with Paige when like people were, they turned Paige into to a bitch. But Paige is actually the I feel like all of the girls in there, you know, aside from me, I think Paige <laughs> is actually the most like sweetheart. Like, yeah. she got on with everybody, like nobody had a problem with Paige at all. Yeah. So for anyone to say she was a bitch on the outside, I was like, Whoa, you guys are just hating for no reason. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that kind of seemed to come out of nowhere. There was a really weird commentary about and we weren't seeing a lot of her at the time. So it was really bizarre that there was such an intense hatred for her online because we really yeah. weren't seeing a whole bunch of her at the time that conversation started. I feel like I feel like I feel like I feel like the change shifted from when like Jax left yeah. and then she's with Adam. And I feel like a lot of people were strong over the, the, the her and Jack's relationship. Even though like it was probably the relationship it was kind of getting a bit messy and it was it was bad for her. People were still trying to push them together, like, oh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though you could see there were some traits that shouldn't be there. And she obviously, she went to Adam because she found stuff that, like, he wasn't, like, uh, you know, the stuff Jackson was doing, Adam wasn't doing. But then I feel like because people, people thought she was too quick to move on and they probably didn't like that. Yeah. You you said there she was probably one of the most liked Islanders is in there. My next question is, who do you yeah. think was the most popular Islander in the villa? Would it be Paige or was there someone else that you thought just universally? The most popular Islander in the villa, like like for, for on, on the outside world or, or like... No, for, the, with you guys. Villa, like, with you guys. Oh, you guys, um, other than myself, obviously. <laughs> maybe like, maybe like, I think Davide and Luca, to be honest. Really? Davide and Luca. Yeah, like people like, like Luca as well, like, like yeah, Luca and Davide, like because people when you come in, you still talk to Luca as well because you kind of know he's the one that he, he he obviously always has a joke for everybody. Yeah, you know, always has something to say, so you can kind of tell who the, who the popular people are in that sense. But I was popular as well. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just want to get that across, make that very clear. I was. And who do you think was the least popular? Maybe not necessarily like on like they weren't disliked, but maybe they just stuck to the same group of people, maybe didn't make the same amount of friendships as other people, but who do you think was probably the I least? Feel like, I feel like it would have probably been uh, Coco or Summer, to be honest. Like, I know Summer had, like, like she didn't really, like, gel with the rest of the girls, but then obviously she formed the whole, the Powerpuff Girl thing with India and, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, India and who, who and Danica. Yeah. yeah, so I think it would either be her or Coco. I think maybe Coco, probably. Yeah. I mean, Coco was there to work. She was not there to make friends. She was there to, to do yeah. one thing. She was, yeah, she, yeah, she tried. She was trying. It didn't <laughs> work out, so. What, what task of Love Island seasons past do you wish that you and you guys got to go through while you were there? The lie detector or the tweet challenge? I would have enjoyed the tweet challenge, man, so much. Because if I saw what people were saying about me on Twitter, I would have made it even more entertaining. I'm like, sorry. You guys think this is bad. Let me show you something. No, your your social media team, India's social media team, Ikenna's social media team, Ekin's yeah. social you your social media teams brought it this year so hard to the point where the yeah. outside villa conversation and drama was like just as juicy and as exciting for the fans but, as actually yeah. watching the show. And I was so glad then yeah. to see you come out and you pick up that bat on and be like, right, Twitter, are we here? Let's have a chat. Because we really yeah, want that for you yeah, guys. I, did, I actually did that, you know, when the reunion came, because I was doing it in a lifetime. So it was my turn to actually be my own Twitter handler. Um, you were a bit of an agony aunt in the villa this summer. We saw you often being pulled for chats with different people to kind of get some advice. Yeah. Aside from you... Who do you think gave the best advice in the villa? Uh, probably India. Okay. India, yeah. Who do you think gave the worst advice? Oh, <laughs> uh, Luca. <laughs> Luca. Yeah, I mean, from what we saw, I feel like that's fair. 
fucking hell, man. You try to go to me, I should get advice. It turns into a joke. I'm like, come on, help me out here, bro. You're like, time is obvious since I made to make the decision. Who do you, you know? wish took the advice from you guys more than they did? So who in there was getting yeah, advice and not listening to it? I feel like in the beginning, it was Andrew that I really wanted to take my advice. You know what I mean? But I mean, everyone's story is their story. Yeah. And him being himself, I mean, it's worked out for him. So maybe it was better that he didn't. But I mean, maybe things could have changed earlier on. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's true. The conversation needed to be had a little bit earlier. Um, We're going to tear up the fire a little bit. We're going to have a round in honour of another Irish Islander, Greg O'Shea. This is the what was the thought process behind that round. The boys. Okay. Let's talk about the Andrew, Tasha thing the boys seemed to be very fixated from the edit it seemed you guys were really interested in Tasha and what you guys thought was and wasn't appropriate from her within her relationship with Andrew to the point where like Ofcom complaints were made it was a huge story on the outside I'm sure you guys saw it when you came out I know you've spoken about this that you apologize to Tasha and you've really tried to do the groundwork now to make that up for her and show with your actions that that's not who you are what was the thought process behind those conversations? Because from a viewer's perspective, it felt like you guys were like fixated on it. Now, I know it's an edit and we see a certain amount of time. Yeah. What was the thought process? That's what, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, before we get into that, I feel like for me, like, as you said, it's an edit. And I feel like there could be many conversations where, like maybe I'm chilling with Tasha and we'll just talk about random stuff. But then they're not putting those parts in. They're just putting the parts where it looks like, oh, we're talking about their, their situation again because that yeah. is a story to them. And we're adding to their story. So I feel like, for me, yeah, they, they got to a point where, like, as much as the same fixate, they got to a point where it's like, I was actually bored of talking about Tasha and yeah. Andrew. Like, we were, we were on the poolside one time, and we were still having the same conversation because uh, Tasha says this, that she does another thing, and we're all trying to, like, do our own mathematics on it and saying, yeah, but that doesn't make any sense, daddy, 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 da. Like, I feel like it was more of a thing where it's like, like, we, I always knew Andrew was going to go back to Tasha, even him bringing back Coco, because even though he was angry and all that stuff, I always said to him, like, just be real, like you're gonna yeah. go back to the he's like he doesn't want to, but you know you know how things are gonna go out. So when he's back and then we're hearing stuff like she's saying she's gonna leave with him, but then she comes back with someone else anyway, and then she's saying stuff like like dirt she's saying like oh she wants Andrew back, they're back together, then she's telling them Billy that oh she feels like she might be missing out. It's all these little things that we're like, yo, this doesn't really are you not seeing this, bro? Like this yeah. doesn't make any sense. Well it got to the point where it's like I had generally wasn't really concerned anymore because it wasn't my situation yeah and if if he wanted to do that that was fine and i, I like i literally told the boys one time when we were through i was like can we just stop talking about this like this is actually yeah. boring yeah like, i can imagine i don't it. know if they've ever no go yeah. on keep going no as like i said i don't know if they ever sh- showed that part like that's what i mean it's like all these little stuff like if you kind of saw me like and there's so many times that i've consoled tasha yeah even like if lucas said something to her i was there for her so it's not like oh like it's just obviously when you 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 hear something and it doesn't add up, yeah. obviously you're going to talk about because sometimes in the village there's nothing else to talk about. Yeah. And it's like, we're like, oh, yeah, that doesn't make sense. And you're trying to look out for your friend. But yeah. we, I've taken account of you that it did kind of get to a point where it was like too much. It wasn't really our business to kind of like keep inputting. Yeah. If they're happy, toxic, or whatever kind of relationship that they're in. Yeah. I'm not saying it was toxic, but I'm just saying whatever relationship you're in, it's like if you guys are happy, you guys just let them focus on it. And yeah. Whatever, if they may want to make it work, it'll work. Like so. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You get, and there's people have friends relate like like that all the time, where they're in a relationship, you don't love it, but it gets to a point where you're like, they're so far in it now. I've said all I can say. I got to step back and leave them do their thing. And I do think yeah. actually, you did say. I do think I remember you saying at one point, 
I'm bored of this or I can we talk about something else or something to that effect that very much yeah. suggested that like you guys were like I'm sick shit of this conversation can we move on can I ask there was a lot of speculation about the Mary Pie and what happened after that were you pulled by producers no no I wasn't pulled by producers like generally I felt sorry because as soon as like I did the the, the pie thing my yeah. reasons wasn't because of her getting to know anyone I genuinely didn't care about that it was like I already explained my reason. I don't know if you ever heard it, but it would be long, so I wouldn't explain it. But, like, basically, like, for me, it's like, yeah, when as soon as I did the pie thing, I, I literally said to the boys, I bet you there's a picture on Twitter and it's just her face with the most pie. And I actually genuinely felt bad. Yeah. And for me, I was already kind of getting tired of, like, you know, kind of, like, talking about their situation, especially with the way Andrew obviously came up to us as well before. And he was obviously upset as well. It was like, you know what? Maybe you should kind of give it a rest now. You yeah. Know what I mean, so then when I went to apologize to her, I was literally like, like, I didn't even, I, I literally, like, I didn't even know Luca apologized to her or whatever. But I literally, like, um, I went up. I went up and then I was just like, like, I spoke to her and I was like, I genuinely said to her, like, from now on, like, I'm literally just going to leave, give it space. It's not my business. And yeah. I don't want it to seem like I'm bullying you kind of thing. Because I generally don't want that because I could, I could get how it looks. And I don't know what they're editing out there. But considering it's always 45 minutes, yeah. it could be chopped up into looking like we're always picking on her and and it's not I'm not doing it for the public but I genuinely I'm not I don't feel like I'm a bully I don't feel like I was bullying her yeah it's just obviously I had an opinion and it got to the point where my opinion I should have just kept it in my head it's not my business you know what I mean yeah and thus far like ever since I've made that apology I've acted accordingly to what I've said like you know I've been supportive I've been there for them like do you know what I mean I genuinely yeah. actually believe like they're a genuine couple like do you know what I mean yeah like, for sure like straight after all straight after all that it's like you can actually see them. Like, I, I always thought even in the beginning, they looked cute. But it was just all this, like, I thought they were good in the beginning, but it's just, you know, when Tasha wasn't a bit sure, yeah. she was just doing a bit of, like, it was a bit confusing. So that's why I wasn't sure. But I was always sure from Andrew's side. So then yeah. I feel like after that, it's like I was finally sure from Tasha's side. So then yeah. it's like, you know what? You guys are actually, like, solid. So, yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, that, that outspoken nature also led us to a really interesting moment in the show where you were the first one to call out Luca for kind of playing both sides of the fence. And we saw this from Luca a lot this series where he'd say one thing to one group, another thing to another group. You know, when Adam came in, he was giving it loads of lip about, I'll tell him this and I'll tell him that. And then he went to Adam and he'd said something totally different. And you, yeah. you guys, like it was I outrageous. Saw that I, saw that video and I saw that video, you know, I was like, what? Him and Jax were absolute. He was talking to Jax or something. Yeah. And when he went to tell Adam what he said, he literally... It's like he literally was playing both sides. He was trying to like. It was outrageous. As well, like I was like, and he was literally telling. He literally told him what Jackson was upset about. He's like, yeah, Jackson. Yeah. And he said in the waves, like I was like, huh? Like this literally. Isn't what supposed to do. Within like five minutes, like he literally was like giving it the big in, and then went over and was like, yeah, Adam, let's be friends, Adam. It was like, sorry, what? That's what what are you doing? I mean, like outrageous. I mean, stuff, stuff like that. Stuff like that kind of kind. Of, it kind of does show. Like, yeah. Some people like characters and how they behave like so you know I've seen that as well I can admit that that did look a bit funny to me yeah and I can imagine when you're in there and you don't have a lot of other things going on that kind of stuff can really grate on you but see the thing is I didn't even see that stuff when I was in there I didn't even know anything about anything about that like you know I always obviously had my I had my problems with Luke before but we solved them I've said what I've said to him about how I feel like he actually one way he said this he said that but then actually coming out and I saw that clip I was just like, bro, <laughs> that's a bit funny. Yeah, that's I mean, did you, you feel... You're about did... to do. Like, look, that's completely different to what you just said you were going to do. And do you feel a bit vindicated seeing things like that? Do you feel a bit like, I knew it, I knew I you mean, were doing this? 
it's not it's not even that I knew it's like I always like I just know like I'm good judge of character sometimes like yeah you know obviously some people like he's still he's still a good guy like I'm like I don't have any bad things to say about Luke like but obviously some situations I can't help but they do look funny like yeah I'm saying I'm going to quickly round up. I know you're, you're stuck for time. I've stuck with this show for like five years. And last year I questioned every life decision I made because it was so crap. 2022 Islanders deserve a lot of praise from ITV because you guys really turned this ship around. What would you say to people thinking applying for 2023? And what, if anything, would you like to see changed about the show next year? I feel like what I'd like to see changed about the show is like letting other countries vote. Like yes. especially... Louder for people in the back, Dammy. Louder for the people in the back. We need an Irish vote. Honestly, like, Irish people should be able to, like, their main part of the viewers as well. It's not just the UK. Like, they're actually a big part of the viewers, and there was a lot of support and volume coming from Ireland as well. Yeah. And you guys can't even vote. It's a bit funny, and you've had a lot of Irish contestants, so they actually need to get that going. And I feel like, even if they, like, I just start with Ireland. Like, yeah, it would be cool if other countries, like, our USA and all those other places that are watching could vote too, but I think Ireland is the main one that they should just get on board right now. And I feel like if people are applying, I feel like if you do it, you should just go in ultimately just being yourself because, and then you should obviously take, take like be knowledgeable that you're going to be, con- there's going to be cameras. Yeah. And you have, there's going to come a point where you shouldn't like let yourself be too conscious of the cameras because then you could just appear like you're acting or you're doing this and that because you don't want to appear this way, but then you're not being authentic. Yeah. And you're not being real. And I feel like if you're going to go on a show like this, you have to be authentic. Like, that's all. Like, that's my advice. And then it, it is. It does have pressures on you, and you do have to kind of have thick skin. Yeah, absolutely. You might do something that the public might not agree with, and you ultimately you should know what you're signing up for. It's a TV show. It's yeah. entertainment, and they're going to make chop parts and look make stuff look like this just to tell your story. But yeah, honestly, I feel like people are themselves. You'll always be good. Like you'll always be good. So. Danny Hope, an absolute joy. Thank you for eight weeks of quality television. I'm really excited to see what's come for you over the next few months. It's a very exciting time. Thanks so much for the time today. Yeah, thank you as well for talking. It was nice talking to you for real. Thank you so much to Mr. Dammy Hope for chatting to us this week for this very special bonus episode of My Pot on Paper. And thank you to you guys for tuning in. Because of you, we are officially, guys, an award-nominated podcast. Can you believe it? You can vote for us to win Best Podcast at Stellar's Instastar Awards right now. It's linked on our Instagram highlights. It's linked on my Instagram highlights. And I'll put it in the description of this episode. So if you haven't done so already, you've no idea how much it would mean to me. I also now have to think about what to wear to a red carpet event. Suggestions are welcome. DMs are open. Oh, and before I go, yes, a new podcast is coming. Yes, it is coming very shortly. Yes, we will be talking pop culture. So keep an eye on Instagram for all of the latest on that one. And I will be talking to you very, very soon.